We are live. And the mic is so much more closer to my face this time. All right. So maybe you can actually explain to me what what is an NFT? Okay. So an NFT. Because um, let's, let's be real. <laughs> no one really knows. No one really understands it. Even though there's been like a hundred explain NFTs explained. Yeah. So still, uh, I I don't really know either. Like I feel like nobody really knows. Um, but it's actually it's actually not that hard, which is why I think nobody really knows. Is because it's quite a simple concept. Um, yeah. so basically, if I was to paint a picture, like a physical picture, and I was to give that to you, um, you would have like the original copy of that picture, right? And you could do whatever the hell you wanted with it. Um. And and let's say I sold the rights to that picture to you. So it's like, it's like you now own this picture. You could sell it. You could make prints of it. You could do whatever the heck you wanted to. And I would have no control over it because I gave you the actual rights to it. Like I sold you the company that is behind that painting and you can like do whatever the hell you want. It's yours to do whatever with. Um, so that's kind of like what an NFT is in a sense. Um, it's a bit confusing because like in the digital world like if i was to make that painting and i painted the original and you and i gave you the original one um but let's say there's prints made of that you would know that you'd always have the original one right um so it's kind of like you have the real piece and you can show people that it's yours because you have like the transaction history and be like, well, this is mine because like, you can see here that I own the actual thing or whatever. So even if somebody was like copy paste your, like the picture of an NFT, there is no value because you have the actual one there. So that's kind of in a nutshell, kind of like what they are, non, non fungible tokens. So it's like a way of being like, I own this and I can show you I own this because the, the transaction history shows it went from the person that created it to me and uh like that's not you can't fuck that up right so so it, if i get this right is it kind of is it kind of like a cryptocurrency that only has one it's like it would be like bitcoin if there was only one bitcoin, basically like one single bitcoin yeah yeah it's a token like you have yeah. the single bitcoin mm-hmm. in existence yeah so they're called non-fungible tokens and so it's basically a token that can't be um there's only one of that type of token and it's, so, it's like the same blockchain chain kind of thing, right? The oh yeah. Tracks. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, when you start talking about the blockchain stuff, that's where I start, like not really knowing what the fuck's going on. But basically, the blockchain just like shows the, you know, history, and it can be like approved and whatever, vetted and whatnot. I'm sure I'm butchering. Yeah, this. basically, somebody's gonna call me. Yeah. Um, um. So okay, here's a question. I I there's now something called NFT Bay. Uh, okay. Where you can torrent, um, NFTs. And I, I just like, I, this is just something that came up the other day. I saw like the dude that was like the founder of NFT Bay was like basically giving an interview. And I still don't totally understand how like, like I guess you can get it without, like, like maybe it's just for getting the thing. It maybe has nothing to do with ownership, I guess. Well, it wouldn't do anything with ownership because it doesn't have... um I wonder what the fuck that is. Because after I saw that, I was like, oh, well, like, what is, like, (laughs) if you can just, like, download any NFT, then, like, what does it even matter? I don't know. Well, and the thing is that you can, right? So, for example, there's, like, um, I don't know if you've heard of, like, the Ape NFT or whatever. Um, Or Ape is Uh, what it's called. Uh, And basically, like... It, so okay so here's how here's how like the whole nft thing works um or i guess i shouldn't say that this is how it's kind of like a money grab or whatever so it's the same with the cryptocurrency right when a shit coin gets created what you typically try to do is generate a lot of hype around that so a lot of people are buying your crypto or whatever right and the more hype you can generate that's what gives it its value right and so you have like a discord that you start inviting a shitload of people to and posting this and Twitter updates and, um, you know, trying to get celebrities to like tweet out like Elon Musk did with Dogecoin or whatever. Um, and that basically just pumps your price up. Right. 
So NFTs are basically the same kind of game. So what you typically do is um, uh, you have like your NFT lineup, right? So let's say that this Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT. Um, so basically it's a bunch of these monkeys and uh, let's say you make 4,000, let's say you're gonna, you're gonna have 4,000 of these things, right? Well, what you do is you, you just make one that is like super rare right you make like 10 that are like somewhat rare um 50 that are like uncommon and then like i don't know 3500 that are just like whatever right and there's nothing really that makes one different from the other except that you just call you just say because you're the one that creates it oh this one here is the most rare because it has like i don't know sunglasses and a hat and like a back a gold background or whatever all these things that you can change about it right it's like a generated nft thing um right. and so you're assigning value to something that doesn't have value right? right you're saying like somebody gets this monkey and it's it's the most rare one that you can get and because you've generated all this hype around that um peep that's when your value like that's how it comes to play so this board ape yacht club thing absolutely popped off um and so that's how like some of these um apes are worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars um do they do anything no like you can't like it's just a a fucking generated picture um but because there's so much hype around it like that's where they get their value from it's the same thing as the cryptocurrencies as well right um now to kind of add like more context around that so if you bought one of these bored ape nfts like this guy bought one and made it his like profile picture right well somebody somehow like hacked his wallet and like or scammed him and stole it and uh and then tweeted him and was like hey man uh, I now own the race like the profile picture can you change your profile picture because it's not actually yours right <laughs> so it's like that's kind of like how you can sh see ownership or whatever right um, but yeah so it's basically like and then and then so like Bored Ape is still pretty valuable because everybody knows about it and then some celebrities have them now too and whatnot. and so like um, some people are just like oh I want one of Bored Ape NFT because you know it's like a thing and like I want to have one um, and then you can have like you know a collection of all your NFTs or whatever um so yeah it's it's like a weird kind of um thing so yeah jesse says it looks, it's just a basically like nft marketplace of nft bay um yeah i guess it's kind of similar to uh, how um i've seen musicians in the past where they'll they'll send or they'll sell the they'll sell something it's like the they'll sell like the rights basically of their songs mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah, like um, I think a Kanye or one famous artist did that, um, and then Kanye what or who sold um And I'm assuming I guess they probably sell it like along with all these conditions that you can't you know you have to do certain things along with them and or can't with things you can and can't do with them. <clears throat> I think it depends, man. Um it really yeah, like I think some of them be like you can't like yeah, like they would have like it would be the same. It would be the similar idea, right? It would be like I'm still allowed to play this song, and I mean I wrote it, but you have technic, you have the rights to the recordings or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, who? Somebody really famous did that. It maybe it was Kanye. Um, yeah, somebody sold for like like millions of dollars, just like made a massive amount of money selling the rights to these songs. Yeah, and like somebody, some dick bought it, or like some idiot. <laughs> like I can't remember what, like uh, who bought. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang album. Uh, uh, and it was like, it was like Martin, Sh the guy that did, yeah, Martin Shkreli, that guy, bought it. <laughs> uh, the the, the uh, diabetic dude that pumps all the prices up and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And so it's just like, yeah, he's, he, yeah, it's like a weird thing. Like, it doesn't really. No, he owns the Wu-Tang, but uh, that, like, what, enter the Wu-Tang or whatever? Yeah. Um, that's so funny. But it's like, what? What can he do with it? I don't. Like, what's what was the point? Is it like? Is it literally just so that he can say like, I now own the rights to enter the Wu Tang? Yeah, I think I think it's just like one of those things. It's just like an ego. It's like I own this album. Like I, yeah, uh, it's mine. You know, it's not theirs anymore. <laughs> like it's. I feel like that this is not like a sustainable thing. Why not? Because kind of dumb it is don't, dumb. Don't, you think? <laughs> don't you think it's just like it's one of those things where it's going to be really big for like a couple of years 
And then people are going to be like, wait a minute, I don't actually really own anything. And now it's just kind of like a meme. Well, okay, I guess so meme, like just being a meme does give it some kind of value. So, okay, so here's here's some other implementations of the NFT stuff. Um, and this is like where, okay, you ever play that game Second World or do you ever hear about it? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, okay, so in that game, they like basically were able to mimic a real estate system where you could like buy virtual property and like that property was worth a shitload of in-game cash um, and that in-game cash was so high that it was basically evaluated to like real dollars right so like you could literally go in this game check out property and be like well that's 50,000 US dollars to buy this property in this game right so it's virtual property it doesn't do anything but because the game is so popular um, it's it has value right mm-hmm. so um, NFTs can do a similar thing so there's a lot of like these NFT implementations uh, where they have like digital property and whatnot so if you look up like Pavia NFT or whatever um, it's like they ha- it has like a map and you can go around and buy property on this thing and the idea is that oh I want to get in on this one because it's so popular and I'm going to buy land and you know who knows what's going to happen with that so one of the things that you can do with NFTs it, and this is kind of like what is supposed to kind of make them more popular I think again I'm probably butchering all this but they all should have like a runway right and so um, basically it's like, okay, let's say you and I want to make a game, right? And uh, we want to make like an online MMO and, uh, and we, we say, okay, your NFT is going to be your character, right? And so um, you, you won't be able to change your character once you get one. It's going to have like a skin, you know, skin color, a hat and a sword and this and that and the other thing. Um, but you don't get to change that ever in the game. The only way you can do that is if you buy into our nft system and the lottery essentially and roll your character right and so the first round is like we release all of the artwork like we have like five thousand different possible characters right and uh and uh at least for the first round we just say yeah we're gonna make five thousand of these um you know so we release five thousand nfts um people all buy those and then like the idea is that you have like a, a a goal of what you're trying to do so the first round is like okay we're gonna sell the nfts to this the second round is like we're gonna build a game and then your nfts were actually gonna be used in that game so the only way to play our game is if you have an nft of ours right um and then it like the the nft that you get is is gonna be like more um useful in the game or however you want to do that right so people are doing that where it's like they're they're trying to assign like a digital like a metaverse value to these things as well like oh it's not right. just a picture it's like this actually gives you real estate on our app and because our app is so important and so popular it has value right so it's, it's just, basically that's all it is is like um perceived value because of hype and then how long can you keep that hype going um now right. if you are the one making the nft and a shitload of people buy it you're basically loaded like you you basically make your mint price is what it called and uh, you can just cash out so i got a, i got a buddy of mine who did the jujitsu one um he's actually he's not like a buddy of mine but i know who he is and i've trained with him once and uh, he did uh like a jujitsu based monkey nft or whatever right um i think he had 420 of them and uh he he generated he's got like 180,000 followers on instagram so he basically like spanned his instagram for for like two months built like a discord server try to get people to into discord because discord is like where all the people that are serious like watch these updates come out like when you can buy them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh sold all of his nfts um within like the within like a month or whatever um and he we think that he probably made around 25 eth off of that so probably like sixty thousand dollars um worth of doing that yeah. so if he doesn't do anything with it his apes are just going to be useless but he doesn't care because he's made his money right mm-hmm. um he says that oh it, in order to like get access to like this jujitsu instructional site, you have to have like an ape to like get in or whatever, you know. So he's kind of using them as passes and whatnot. Right. Um, yeah. So I he's guess. doing like he says he's gonna do stuff like that, but again, it's just kind of like, you know, fuck you, take my money. <laughs> right. I guess so. Okay. Here. So here's my question. So it sounds like it's being used um, as a way of kind of being a part of a club or being part yeah. or, or gaining access to something, but can't you just do that with like a password like or you can like buy a like a number like i don't really get why 
the NFT is necessary for that. It's not, but it's hype. You just have a unique number. It's hype. And now, like, the unique number thing, it's like, okay, well, how, like, uh, like, you could, okay, so if you just have a number system, right, there's no, there's no, like, blockchain bullshit to, like, verify the numbers. You're, like, you know, like, there's, there's no system like that. Whereas an NFT, it's like, this is 100% yours, right? So it's kind of like a trust thing where it's like, we know that this is yours because we can validate against the NFT thing. Whereas if you right. just have a okay. number, nothing's preventing that so guy if, from just generating another number. So if, um, I guess the, the thing to do would, I, I know currently copyright law doesn't actually cover NFTs. So if they can get it to do that, then they will have worth. But as of right now, I think you can technically still just copy it. Like you could give somebody else the same copy. Yeah, but you you won't be able to show them that it's yours. Like if I make an NFT of a picture of me, um, and you buy that, I can send that same picture to my mom, but you have the rights mm-hmm. to it, right? And and right. she'd be like, "This is this is the real one." And you'd be like, "Well, no. Where's the blockchain transaction history that shows that it's yours? Like this shows that it came from Tyler to me. This is mine, right?" Right. But could they? Could somebody not theoretically just send another? very like send another certificate of authenticity yeah you could take that same picture mint another nft of that send it to me but um it's gonna have a different transaction history and everything like that right and i'll be somebody will be see oh this came from joe blow's ripoff nfts for not tyler's face nft what if it's you what if it's like tyler what if tyler decides to just mint like a thousand of them and you mint one, and then you sell it for like a million dollars, and then you go, "I'm just gonna make like a million more now." And now that first one's completely worthless. Um, I think you probably could do that, but at the same time, the people will be able to tell that it is the first one, right? Like it's still gonna have a minting history, and it's still gonna have all that. And be like, like, I I won't be able to be like, "This is the first one," right? Because it's not, and you can tell that it is. Um, like, and, and that's kind of like what they do with like the like there's like 5,000 apes but 4,500 of them are uncommon right so a lot of them will just kind of look the same with like minor differences and even if they look the, right. the exact same um, you know it's it all it is is just like oh I got a rare one um, and then like the, the ticket of authenticity and whatnot right you can still right. verify that this is 100% the right thing because you know it's got like an ID of zero or whatever the hell however that works right right um so yeah, that's kind of like what. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, I again, like, I, I, I could see, um, I could see it in like a in a video game, like especially if it, like a card game or something, where like each card is an NFT, mm-hmm. um, and you can like trade them. Yeah, and that's kind of what people like do too. Is like you know, it's like it's it very much is kind of like that. Uh, right now, most people just trade it with money. But uh, basically, like, all you're trying to do, if you're trying to make money off of it, is you you just try to find an NFT thing that has a lot of hype. And you try to get in early. So, like, um, I tried to buy one uh, a month or two ago. And uh, basically how it works is, like, they have a date as to when they're going to open up the NFT market. Like, they're like, hey, we're going to start selling these on this date. But they don't really give you a specific time because they want to make sure that, like, bots don't get there and whatnot, right? They just say sometime between this hour and this hour, we're going to do it. And so then you hop in the Discord where they have like all the updates coming out and you just kind of like watch. And then all of a sudden, somebody will be like, yep, we're selling them now. And depending on the hype, let's say there's only, let's say there's a thousand NFTs, right? Well, if that Discord server has like a hundred thousand people that want this, um, you know, you got to go fast. Like it's the same thing as like buying tickets, you know? And so uh, you have to like buy it real quick and, and like get your transaction through, da 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 da. And if you're lucky, then you get one. Um, the bigger the hype, the harder it is to get an NFT, but that basically means like the more expensive that, that bottom price goes, you know, like it's like you buy one for the same price of like, let's say 0.0001 Ethereum. Um, but because you got one and there's a hundred thousand people that want it, it's immediately more valuable than, than what, than what you paid for. Right. Um, especially depending on the rarity that you get, if you get like a super rare one, that's how you get like these like one million dollar NFTs is because it's like that's what that's what people are willing to pay for it basically. Now, what you basically hope for is that it doesn't crash like immediately. Like you could buy it, and as long as there's hype around it, it's gonna be worth something. But let's say the project just dies, 
well, you still have a worthless bang, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking was, like, hype cannot last. So, like, no matter what, it has to crash eventually. Um, maybe there's room for, like, a few. Yeah, there's always going to be a few outliers. Like, this Bored Ape one, um, mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. held its value. But it's basically because, like, people like Elon Musk or, like, um, mm-hmm. really popular people have it. And I think they might have, like, a like a thing, a plan that they want to do. But at the same time, it's just because... Like it's you know Eminem has one, Marshall Mathers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Adidas bought is, one. If this is their like, I wonder if they're doing it. Well, probably just for like, um, for getting attention, right? For his company. I mean, Elon Musk has basically used the meme economy to as free advertisement. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for but company. it's also like a membership um, into, like, if you have one of these apes or whatever you're part of like a club mm-hmm. that has them right so now it's kind of like you could be like oh i have one of those and you're like whoa how the fuck did you get one it's like did you buy one for like hundreds of thousands of dollars did you get one early like like what the hell mm-hmm. like how do you that's cool like you're part of like that that club of people that have like these fucking apes now like right. adidas original the brand bought one um right just to you know have one basically <laughs> i guess it's yeah it's just like stamp collections or anything it's like it's sort of just a an interesting collection. It's just digital collection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I guess I guess it's just like that actually. In that, if you get it early, then it may or may not gain value over time. Yeah, most people you hope that it gains anything. value right away within like the first week, and then you sell it because almost guaranteed you know the project's gonna fail. Um, right. But a lot of these naive people that are new don't, and so they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get one of these because the price is so high," and then. You like pump it up and then it dies, right? I guess it's kind of like multi level marketing in that there's like, there's very few winners and mostly losers, but if you get lucky, you can be the winner as long as, yeah. as, long as you get in early enough. As long as you get in early enough and, and, and your rarity, out. right? Like if you, you play the lottery, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you like get in and then get out. Yeah, exactly. And that's how right. some people make some quick, quick bucks. Now, in this yeah. instance, the board ape one, it's like if you got in early, and then you're like, fuck yeah. And then you sold like in a week, you're making a lot of money. But if you sold now, you'd be making hundreds of times more, you know? Right. Because of the value went up. Yeah, um, it's, but you never know. <laughs> You'll yeah, never know exactly. when the best time to sell. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. And there's some other implementations. Like my buddy bought into this like horse racing NFT or whatever. So it basically gave him, and it wasn't to do anything to do with like artwork, but it basically gave him like a, ran- a randomly generated like horse with stats that were generated. And he can actually, like, race that horse in, like, other, like, so now, basically, there's, like, 10,000 people with, like, these horses, um, and you can bid, like, 0.0001 Ethereum or whatever and race your horse in a race, and if you win, then you win all the, like, so there's other things like that, you know, and, uh, you know, you try to get, like, a horse with good stats, and then you can do things to it, like, so there's implementations of them for sure, um, which is kind of, like, what I like, it's kind of, like, oh, that's kind of cool, like, it's, like, a, a way of like owning something it's like you're literally buying a horse but it's on the online world um and then the better your horse like the more it wins these races or stats or whatever um the more valuable that horse is because it wins races but is it really valuable it's just this fucking horse racing game you know it's like it's like a pixelated fucking thing you know so it's kind of weird um yeah i guess uh, that's actually that is a cool idea maybe not for well i mean that's kind of a dumb like horse game but in if you had like a like a pokemon like game kind of thing where where you know when you find pokemon they have stats associated with them yeah and certain ones are more rare and certain ones aren't but if like you could just like buy like seeds like like a seed um that has different stats for mm-hmm. a particular character and then you could say so it's just like a random number of stats i i, I do like that idea well for our toys we, what we want to do is, um, so here's, here's like a real world implementation of this, right? So uh, like on Hot Wheels, the bottom of every Hot Wheels is like serial numbered or whatever, right? And each Hot Wheel has a different serial number, right? It's a physical thing though. And there's really no like certificate that's given along with it. It's just like on the bottom of the car. It's like zero, whatever, da, 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 da. Um, so what we can do is for every one of our toys, it doesn't matter if it's the exact same one, but we can generate an NFT of that and just be like, oh, this is an authentic toy of ours um, and we give you the NFT along with it. So even though we have a billion blue octopus, right? Um, 
you know that it's one of our billion because you have a legit NFT that goes along with it. And so that's one implementation of like what we want to do and how we can use that like authenticity thing. Because mm-hmm. somebody in China that knocks off our product, um, well, they don't have the same, even if they were to generate their own NFT, it wouldn't be one of our NFTs, you know? And so um, that would be something that, that we could do for a real life implementation is like, oh, we can make a dig- digital certificate saying that this is a legit one of our products as we minted this and then selling it along with it right um now the you'd have to somehow link the physical product to the nft um because then you could just print a blue octopus be like oh well this is the nft or whatever right um but we would have maybe some kind of maybe not like a number but like um something that just be like oh this nft matches with that or whatever you know like some kind of maybe half qr code or something like that um well, that does not defeat the purpose of the NFT if you're just going to have a fungible. Well, yeah, maybe it. maybe it does, or maybe maybe what we do is we separate them a bit. We just we just say like, here's your NFT along with this toy, um, like you. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. I think like like yeah, for something like Webkins kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a digital component to the physical item, and the digital component is actually more important than the physical item. Yeah. Yeah, because even if you sold the toy, you don't have to sell your NFT to the toy. You still have like, oh, I have an original one, you know, like. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of something that we, we are looking at maybe doing. Um, and uh, I kind of want to just build like an NFT of our things and randomly generate whatever, just sell them. But, uh, we, you yeah. know, we have to put a lot of the time into building the hype and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. How do you do that? You're basically just trying to crapshoot and, and pop your brand off, right? Which is impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you can build hype, you can make money really in anything. no matter what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can get lucky enough to have a good, it's basically, yeah, if you're just really good at marketing, I mean, you're making yeah. money doing whatever you're doing. Pick mm-hmm. NFT as the next one. Like, I don't know how that board Ape thing got started and, like, just took off, you know. Um, yeah. It could be the artwork, I guess, that's really interesting. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe some like Elon Musk is just like, hey man, I'm gonna buy an ape today. It's like, okay, well, perfect. There we go. You know. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up this board ape thing. Oh, they're pretty sweet looking. Like images. Oh, I see. Yeah, those are cool. Kind of like the gorillas, you know. Yeah. True. Pretty neat. Buy an ape. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess it just kind of it's like a art form yeah it's like an art form and it's like rare yeah that's cool yeah i guess it's it's kind of like creating an anti-counterfeit so in the same way that like when when the government prints money they have all these checks Mm -hmm. to make sure it's authentic and it's creating a digital version of that yeah yeah exactly i'm sure there's because it's gonna be um applications within like banking and stuff maybe Mm -hmm. well which would be kind of hilarious tracking i guess you can track crypto that way can't you maybe yes yeah like that's the thing with the crypto is kind of weird to me it's like it's supposed to be like this anonymous thing but it's really not because like a lot of these crypto platforms are like requiring that you upload digital verification of who you are so it's like like if somebody knows if somebody knows to associate my wallet with me well now they can see every single transaction I've ever done, right? So it's right. like really not anonymous, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I guess uh, you maybe you can make a fake account somehow. Well, what you would try to do is like you try to have like a hidden wallet where like you you can send to, but you know it's like where do you? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't know much about it. I'm really not the person as the authority. <laughs> no, no problem. On these uh these things, but my my buddy's like really big into it and he's lost a lot of money, but he's also gained. I think he's probably around even or maybe just positive now cuz I think he basically yeah. got into like one of those land ones, like Pavia or whatever, and uh like that popped off and so I think he's making a decent return now, but you know, the amount of effort that he's put into like learn the whole thing and do all this over the past while has just been like damn it's a a lot of effort for a thousand dollars or whatever you know but if it pops off then it it could be worth like 
I don't know, hundred grand or something. You know, which would be nice. Right. Yeah, like this well, one. If... Man, you go to like high to low, and then you just like scroll down to get rid of some of them. Like this ape is selling for eleven million dollars. Wow. Like, come on. Damn. Right. That's nuts. I guess it kind of is like art in that it has no actual value. Yeah. Exactly. There's 10,000 of them now. So, you want to be part of the club, you have to get one of these one of 10,000 or whatever, right? Of the apes? Yeah. And if you want to just get the cheapest one, well, it's not going to look very good. <laughs> I remember RuneScape had those, uh, remember how they had that, like, um, trim armor? Oh, yeah. Yep. Kind of, it's, and, and how, like, it was very rare, and so it was worth a lot. And there was a process for getting it, but it was, like, it was all luck-based. You had to, like, get, like, what was it? You had to have, like, a witch or something, like. Oh, really? Give you a challenge or something. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a drop. It was, like, it was like a oh. random event that would happen. Really? And you had to, like, react quickly and, and do everything properly. I know, because oh, at one treasure point, trail. I, yeah. I remember having it activate at one point and being like, <laughs> holy shit, I'm going to do it. And then it, I, like, fucked it up accidentally because <laughs> I didn't react fast enough. It was, like, this super rare event that hmm. would just happen. Yeah, I, maybe trail. it was more common for members or something, but, yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, I never really you, did yeah, anything. And then you could get, yeah, you could get, like, a trim thing. And then it would be like, well, shit, do I keep it? It's, like, this prestige thing. But you mm -hmm. want to get, like, a full set of armor yeah. of the trim stuff. So it's worth, like, massive amounts to people. Because they're trying to collect the full mm -hmm. set. Kind of cool. No, I remember that, like, <laughs> the scammers being like, hey, I'll trim your, trim your armor. It's like, ooh, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. I, or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the, the most sought-after one was, like, the... Um, like the black armor with the gold trim, yeah. or or you could get like uh, I guess the the rune trim that had like or the rune that had red trim. Yeah, rune and red, like a zami or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Man, I don't know if that that might have actually been a different system. I think that might have been like a member only like event thing, but that was. I I do remember like being so like awestruck seeing people walk around with those armor and being like, yeah. Oh. I want that. <laughs> like it's just cash, like you know. Like I want to look like that when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember even just getting full rune was like you're like whoa, part of like yeah. uh, you know. A, a I remember the first yeah the first time uh the you have to like beat the dragon quest in yeah. order to be able to buy rune from the rune chestplate whatever rune chestplate and it's like 81 80, eighty five or eighty one. Yeah and and but because like. Because there's inflation in the game, or yeah. deflation, I guess. Um, it's like thirty it grand just to buy a like Thirty grand, yeah. yeah. Later, so it was like the first time you buy it, you usually buy it from the guy, not knowing <laughs> you can buy it from people for way cheaper. Yeah. What a strange! I I love the I I really love the whole idea of game economies. Dude, it's so cool. It, Rune, actually, RuneScape had got really crazy because didn't they get like a like a exchange? Yeah, system? they have a they have a stock oh, wow. exchange now. Like a stock um, system that was crazy, man. Yeah, it's um, just a game run yeah, economy. The price of coal, like the price of or like like I loved how the different items gained or lost value over time. Yeah, um, like it was such a cool system. Um, well, even it's what, the same. What I don't like, right now. what I didn't like, is that they and I think Maple Story was the same. Where like it was technically illegal to buy, or like or that like you could get kicked out if you were to buy gold online or something. Mm -hmm. Like it was was it was against the rules. Yeah, which real I guess makes sense in that in that it prevents like buy to win, right? Yeah, but or pay to win, but but that's also like what makes it the most interesting that you could that it be, it actually gains real world value. Yeah, like. Um, the thing with like, like they don't like real world trading because like, you know, it, it takes like, especially like gold stuff. If you think about like the process of like getting gold to sell, it's like somebody out there is doing a shitload of stuff to like generate this money in game, then sell those items and make a shitload of money so that they can have all this gold to sell to people. So what they're doing is they're basically fucking up the economy. Um, you know, they're doing like high, like gold making things. They get like a 
hundred thousand bots or 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 like that's the biggest thing is like bots that are just like woodcut you know have basically destroyed right. the economy for woodcutting because yeah, it's just like course, course. you know they've ruined it um yeah you can't to yeah i guess for a for a player to actually gain money by cutting you and selling it yeah you can still make um, money but you can't make near as much as you used to LT yeah because, it became less because yeah. of bots interesting um, I bet you could uh, you could probably make really good machine learning stuff for picking out bots though. What do you think? Oh yeah, I heard, dude. It's not even it's not even like like the game is weird because you go to like a free world and there's gonna be like a stack of players with like randomly names and they're just doing the exact and you're like these are all bots like why aren't they just getting right. banned immediately you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that happened on well yeah it happened on Halo the newest one that just came out oh really Halo Infinite online game just like online play basically became unplayable after a couple weeks because it was full of bots with like just because it's it's on pc now too right yeah cross play between consoles people just like very quickly made programs that just instantly headshot all the time yeah (laughs) track track the head of the player it was like how like i feel like bungie should be able to pick up on this shit yeah well, and, like, they try, you know. Um, I think it's easier to ban, though. Like, yeah. Like, I, I think some people just don't care. And then it's like, well, they got to ban me. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird, uh, it's a weird, like, system because it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Like, the interesting thing about the RuneScape stuff is, like, because I actually looked into botting it quite a bit because I the front programming standpoint right so I built like a few bots myself and it's kind of fun because you can like like the amount of effort some people put in to do like anti-cheat you know like like they'll have their bot like basically behave like a goddamn real player you know they'll be like oh it never takes the same path twice it never does this twice it every every random tick between one and 40 it will like it like misclick or like drop an item from even you know so it's like all these different like safeguards that they can put in play to like make it look like that um but basically if you were to like teleport beside that player ask it questions like you know like a real world thing unless you had some like ai built into it which would be kind of crazy um you would you would be able to tell still um but right. their system can't pick that up either because the one thing they don't want to do is just arbitrarily ban somebody who's like maybe just a really quiet dude who's just like wood cutting for like two days straight right Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess bots kind of fuck it up a bit. Yeah, they can definitely. Guess, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just have to put in like a, I am not a robot kind of thing, but I feel like that's pretty easy to get past now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and like the thing is, like the more popular the the video game or the application, like the more people are just gonna be fighting to beat it, and so it's like it's kind of like the, a war, right? It's like technology gets better because of that at the same time the hackers get better because they're trying to beat it so it's like it's like this this balance between like fuck yeah i guess i guess it's kind of like capitalism a little bit. yeah <laughs> but uh as uh, as the game designer you could also probably put in um like once once a particular um wood for instance like if you had you and all of a sudden it's not worth anything or it's worth like it's not you're not able to make it much as a person mm-hmm. you can probably do something to like just like flood the market or like like you have complete control over your economy as a as a game yeah. designer so you could fuck it up for them too well i think what you would do is like you would like the one the one thing that i would think um that you could do and you'd have to be kind of careful okay let's say you let's say you sign an nft to every single piece of wood <laughs> you know and then you you saw a transaction of who generated that that piece of wood, and if it was generated by somebody who's banned because of botting, then it's like, okay, all of those pieces of wood are now removed from the game. Um, and if you had one in your inventory, you got paid the the current value or whatever of it or something like that. Right. Um. You know. And then you can like <laughs> ban all of the bots. You just become a go- you just very quickly become just the government of this game. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like we're taking all the guns back. Okay, yeah, we'll pay you, but we're taking back the guns. If if this okay, was made, you guys fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know, or or you just basically like t- take a screenshot of like the two thousand seven 
version of the economy be like, okay, yeah, we're, we're just resetting the price back to this. <laughs> revert, revert back to 2007. Well, that's what they did, man. They spun off old school RuneScape, and that yeah. game is so popular right now. Like, yeah. and it's gaining popularity, which is absolutely wild. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They do do that. They do other things as well, where they'd be like, you have to have a minimum of like 25 quest points to be able to trade on the Grand Exchange or something like that. And you have to have an right. account that's at least two weeks old. Like, so they do safeguards where it's just like, okay, if you want a bot, you gotta actually put some time into this. Um, and that's like the best. But then people just build bots to like do the quests, you know? And so it's just like, fuck, yeah. like, you know, how do you, how do you beat well, it? Well, see, okay, here's the thing is like in, in RuneScape, it, it, if you can actually sell because I, I know people do they sell money online oh yeah or they used to at least I, I'm assuming they still do oh they do um, there was an actual incentive for people like a real world incentive for people to make these bots but there is not a real world incentive for people to make bots on Halo Infinite because there's no money attached to your winning it's literally just rank and stuff yeah just ego man and, and rank you know and it's not even like it's not like there's rank above. I don't think. I don't think they actually rank once you get the highest rank. I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why it's because even if you got like, even in like those competitive shooters like CS:GO or like Valorant or whatever, yeah. it's like, like oh yeah, I'm gonna bot so that I can become the best player. Like I'm gonna be the highest player. But it's like, but your skill isn't there. You know, you're still gonna be a shit player. You just have like a bot that. I think they just do because they like it, honestly. Like they just like I'm gonna I'm gonna hack and go on and piss a bunch of people off, headshotting them. And I think that's literally it. Like that's the drive behind it. Right? Yeah, I think so too. Um, and it's probably fun. Like it's probably just some programmers are just like, hmm, let's try to hack this thing. You know, literally all it takes sometimes is just some people being told you're not allowed to do this and being like, fuck it, I'm gonna do that. Because <laughs> there's a lot of games that used to have like auto clickers or like, um aimbot and aim assist you know whatever I don't I don't know seems like a lot of effort to me <laughs> yeah totally yeah I guess it's kind of fun maybe to, to build something that could do that and then just watch it just destroy people online yeah <laughs> oh yeah like, that would be you know I'd have more fun building like an like a robot to like go on and kill things They'd be like, oh, this yeah. is like my robot actually, that's killing stuff. There actually was a weird... Did you ever play Red Faction? Red Faction, no. There was a game. It was on the Xbox. Like, original Xbox. Mm -hmm. Red Faction. And the game had... um, It had in-game uh, robots that you could train <laughs> through playing with them. Really? Uh, and they would like level up and get better and better. And and there was a there was one type of gun that, and, but you could actually play them against each other too. And they would level up and get better by doing that as well. So what I did was I took like I took a player and there was a gun in the game that could shoot through walls, called the railgun. And you could you can select their favorite gun, like you could like alter their stats to tell them like give them different behavior. And so I, I took one character and like maxed out its everything, like having it play against itself a bunch. Yeah. And gave it the railgun always. Yeah. And basically made this perfect bot that could just that would as soon as you would respond, you would just instantly die because it would shoot you through a bunch of walls. Jeez. And kill you because it would just know where you were. And uh, I just I thought that was so much fun to just like mess like I don't know if that's I don't think that's what the game was meant to do. Yeah. Um, wow. and I don't even know like how I don't know if it was based on machine learning if it, or if it was just that it's like aim just got slightly better every with every level or something I don't think it was machine learning I'm soon I, I, I think that was too complex at the time um, yeah it probably was just like some kind of skill thing or just like yeah it was basically just like how close it gets to shoot you every time gets better or the probability of hitting you gets yeah. better every time but uh it was kind of cool to like make them play against each other and get better. Kind yeah, of no, that's early, uh, an early version of like general adversarial networks, <laughs> like creating. A... It's a good way to like show kids, like maybe not that game, but <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool <laughs> to be like, hey, this is like a thing that you can do, you know? Yeah. I always found the gimmicks like that so much more fun than the actual game itself. Like, uh, even like Minecraft or whatever. It's like when Redstone was a thing, it was just like, this is the coolest thing on the planet. Like, it's just wires, but like in the game. 
Like I was building like adders and like you know digit displayers and stuff like that. Spending hours on this, people are just like, man, I just want to build a house. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's funny. Yeah, true. I I think that did you say sorry? Did you say Little Big Planet or? Oh uh, well, yeah, that too. Um, I said Minecraft, I say, but I, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen some crazy stuff in Little Little Big Planet too, where they're making calculators and stuff. Yeah, that was the first one actually, because that came before Minecraft, and uh, that was. When I saw that game, I was like, what? You can like do, you can have this thing do something because of that. And I don't know, my brain just like was just like, whoa, I love that. Like that is what we need to be doing for the rest of our life. <laughs> yeah, actually just like the mathematics of creating something that can create other things is really interesting. There's like certain systems that are considered like complete that they can basically simulate like anything. Well, isn't it super simple? Cause the properties are just like you, you've, press this button in the game and it makes this value one and if you press this button again it makes it zero and that's just that's just it is it not like yeah you can you can basically uh you can form logic circuits mm -hmm. pretty easy yeah um but there's like there's other things um that I don't know if you can. Well, I guess you could technically in that. Yeah, you can have logic and you can have everything. So really, as long as it has it has logic. Um, it's like the for that logic. Like work. the redstone in Minecraft was literally that simple. Like at first, it was like you you have this stuff. You when you right click, it places it on the ground, and that's like your wire. And if you have this switch, it'll turn that wire on. And then mm -hmm. that was basically like the early redstone days were just like. And and then you have like a torch, and it's like if you if you hook a wire up to the torch and press this button, the torch turns off and then turns on, but it's on by default. So it's like it's like okay, now you can do some interesting stuff. If you get like a million right. of these things, line them all up, you can have a button that like displays these blocks. You know, it's just like that is so cool. Well, yeah, I guess basically you can you can create any single logic gate with NAND with yeah. a NAND. Mm -hmm. NAND is all you need. Yeah. So that single op as long as you have that operator in your game. And you have enough like space for to connect up enough things. You can create all logic. You could actually build an entire computer. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty much. I'm trying to think if you need. I guess you'd need some way of like displaying. Like you'd need other. Yeah, it's so, like Minecraft had like these blocks that like could turn on if you had a switch on it or whatever. If you could power the block, basically. So that's how you right. make these displays. It was like, oh, uh, you have all these blocks. They're off by default, but when they get a charge, they turn on. Right? right, so it's kind of like an, an output. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. now you can do some cool stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, you know, they got considerably more and more. Like, now now they have, like, things where it's like, um, it's kind of like the if this, then that, or, like, the Internet of Things. They have, like, that in Minecraft where it's just, like, but it's not, it's just, like, scoped the game, but they have, like, oh, a block where, like, if you walk past it, it like, it, like, reads if it's sunlight or not. So it's, like, you can do things based on the daytime and stuff like that. So you could have, like, automated farms and stuff and and uh, pistons now. So it's, like, you can move things in and out. So it's, like, uh, I used to play on this one server, and uh, it was, like, a faction server. So basically, like, there's four factions. Um, and so you would join one. One was, like, the elves or whatever. And, in, in like, uh, one was, like, the dwarfs, like, in deep in the ground. And you would fight each other. Um, and each like weekend you would like go take like 15 people and go raid somebody's thing and they would try to defend and whatnot. Right. And so what I did was like, uh, I, I like had this house, but like I built this massive trap. Um, and so in Minecraft, like, uh, sand falls. So if you just place sand on like somewhere, it'll drop down cause of gravity. Um, but you could do certain things where it's like, if you place a torch under it, um, sand will like stay on top of that torch. So it's kind of like a, like a weird thing. But what I did is I basically like, built like a. A, a flat on the surface it was flat but then underneath it was basically just like this 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 inverse pyramid held together with, with like one torch and like i'd place like a little switch where it's just like if somebody walks past this thing i'm gonna like uh delete that torch and then the sand will fall and they'll die because it's like fall damage or whatnot so i ended up building like some pretty crazy like traps for this like for nice. my team or whatever and it was pretty fun like um just like what you could do it's like you know somebody runs on this plate it triggers and then all of a sudden the entire platform in front of them just like disappears and it's just like oh fuck like you know so it was it was pretty fun like that i really really like that i'm really excited because tomorrow is when my arduino kit's supposed to show up oh, cool. so i can build my automatic uh uh 
automatic where is it heat um baseboard heater mover nice just in time for the spring <laughs> beautiful yeah it's like it's like warm outside now so i don't need the heater on but <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever that's gonna be the project um that's cool and then and Did then you, yeah. were you telling me you had made a automatic starter for your car i didn't make it no god no but or i have one. one yeah i have one okay okay yeah sorry what were you gonna say uh one other thing we're gonna be doing is uh we're gonna make so all of our printers right now um we're gonna give them like a status light like a christmas tree light where it's like um red yellow or green based on the status of the of the print and so that's the other thing that I'm, we're gonna be able to do over the next month or so here um so that's gonna be fun too i love the real world and like crossing that over into the the digital stuff that's what i really get like that's what I'm just like. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's cool. I right now, well, I I haven't actually started yet, but um, I have a bit of a project I'm going to be working on with um, basically when you give a rat psychedelics, <laughs> yeah, they they have like a stereotypical um head twitch behavior that they right exhibit. Um, so I'm trying to uh see if I can use like a um, a, it's called pose estimation where it's basically, I don't know if you've, you've probably seen video where it like creates like a little skeleton around a human. So like when they move, they, you see like dots and lines moving along. Right, right, with right. Them. Yeah. It's like that where you have, like, it's like a computer vision thing where you can follow all the joints. Um, but to do that with a rat and then get it so that when their head twitches, it like automatically records that as happening. Yeah. It happens. Um, so I need to try to like figure out how to do that. There's a program that that's made for it, made cool. for like pose estimation. It's all based on like deep learning stuff. Mm. So read, yeah, it's gonna be cool. But it's same same idea, not necessarily quite the same in that there's no hardware except for a camera. But taking the real world and inserting it into the computer. Yeah, I don't know why I get so excited about those kind of things, you know? It's just like, because even, even for me to have, like, a button that I push and then show, like, an LED, I'm just be like, this is, yeah, you know? I don't know what it is, though. Like, it's weird. Some people don't give a shit about it, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like the physical manifestation of your work. Yeah. Your digital it's, it's work. Sick. I made it do this. Yeah, yeah. I made this. Look at this massively over-engineered <laughs> thing that I did that does this thing. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Like no, you mean you press this button and all it does is turn that light on. You're like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Could you, you do it? it? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's fun. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's cool. I like. I I really like both. Yeah, both taking the real world and like absorbing it into the computer to something you can do, or having the computer output something that you can yeah interact with in the real world. That digital real world combination well, that's what i really like about like home automation and stuff it's like man i can like i can like yeah like man when i get a house dude it's gonna be like tracking my location and be like oh ty is two and a half minutes from home let's crank up the heat and like you know like like <laughs> i don't know it's gonna be man i i i got some like uh some of those light bulbs, like smart light bulbs, use yeah, or whatever, yeah. And uh, I'm, I gotta be honest, it's it still doesn't work very well. Like, like it's all I got it all Google integrated and everything, but yep. Like some of the things that they do, just <laughs> like some of the design choices. Really, like I I have one bulb that's in my living room, mm -hmm. and I actually took it out now because it was such a pain in the ass because. <laughs> If it doesn't connect to Google, like if it fails to connect, oh, yeah. instead of just acting like a normal light bulb, it blinks. <laughs> really? That's yeah. weird. It's like we couldn't connect, so we're just going to blink until what? it's connected. I've <laughs> never. A pain in the ass. Because I, I got. I it out because yeah. it, it fucks up all the time. So I was just like, I'm like nope, I'm not even going to do it. Because like, I got a Google Home. So yeah. I was like, oh, I got bulbs that are compatible with that. My I ran my entire condo um for a year and a bit off of Philips Hughes and then Alexa's uh and all the lights in my room 
including this one, are electric controlled. And then I got two night table lamps that are electric controlled as well. I've never had an issue. Every once in a while, like last night, for, for whatever reason, the first time it's ever happened, I was like, Alexa, lights on. And then it was just like, I'm sorry, something went wrong. So I just rebooted it and it was fine. Um, okay. But mine don't flash when shit hits a fan. Like it's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, really it might, Yeah, maybe I don't have the Philips ones. Maybe I have like a, I, I got them at Costco. So maybe they're like a, who knows? Yeah, the Philips ones are a lot more expensive, but um, I haven't had a issue with them. Like I think for me to do my entire condo is like $1,600 for the lights. Um, cause I was like every single fucking thing has like three lights in it. And right. Like, if you just do two, it's not bright enough. Um, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought they just had two. And so I bought enough just for two of them. And I opened it up to like, three and I was like, fuck. So then I had to go back and buy <laughs> a bunch more. I spent a lot of money, but, um, they last will last forever. And like, yeah. LEDs. Uh, yeah. No, I love it. Like, like I got, I got command, like routines or whatever. So it's like when I go to sleep, I just say Alexa, good night. And like turns all my lights off, plays my music, you know, fall asleep to that. Um, my alarm now is is a routine that I set up. So at like five fifty five, five fifty a.m. It turns like the lights on low, and then like five fifty two, it turns them up a bit brighter. So I, I like built my own Philips Hue kind of like sunrise thing. Yeah, I had that set up previously too. Um, I would just have it just turn on. But <laughs> yeah, see, like the the Philips like the Philips app has like a, a sunrise thing, but then you're maintaining like two or three different alarm apps. So it's like for me, I was like, "Fuck it, I I just want to use the one Alexa app to like yeah. define this, so that if I need to turn it off, I don't have to go into like four different apps and like turn off Philips and stuff like that." Because sometimes I forget when I leave, like if I'm going away for like a weekend, and then it's just like, my room's like, "Dude, why the fuck are your lights like on and off and like doing this and that?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, shit, whoops." But yeah, no, I I absolutely love them. Like I I just tape all my light switches on in my bedroom now, and I haven't I use Alexa for everything. I don't uh, manually turn lights on or off ever. Mm-hmm. Or I'll use the phone app sometimes, but no, I love it, man. It's fun. Um, I can't wait to get back into a place where it just like has all of them again. And then you can get like motion yeah. sensors, and then so I'm gonna have like all of them motion controlled, which is gonna be pretty sweet. Can't wait to like have my own place, like yeah. If that's a, even a possibility in the, the world we live in. To like have your own house. I was talking to a buddy of mine who uh, a few years ago bought a townhome down in Vancouver um, for five hundred fifty thousand, and uh, he is growing his family, and so they're looking at like a bigger place now, um, and it's a million dollars minimum to get into it. Which yeah. because he's in the game now, he can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like he has that much money. It's just like it's like well, his house is worth probably eight hundred now. So now you can like remortgage, put that against that. And it's like, he's like, dude, fuck me. And I was like, well, at least you're in the game, man. At least you can, yeah. you can like do that. Like for me, I'd have to be like million dollar home. That means I have to, I have to get like a, like fucking 10% of that. So a hundred thousand dollars in cash to buy this fucking place. Yeah. It's like, there's no chance that's happening, you know? Yeah. But for him, it's like, oh, I can just take the value out of the equity and do this and roll that into it. And it's just like all this pushing papers. And you're like, damn it. Like that's so yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, you basically have to have like a parent that just like gives gifts you a hundred grand when you yeah <laughs> turn yeah. twenty five or whatever. You have to start looking just... at all your grandparents, being like, "So, how much longer are you sticking out for?" <laughs> yeah, do you still have grandparents? Uh, yep, yep. I got my papa, and then I technically have my my grandpa on my my mom's side. Okay. A weird situation. Catherine there. actually had a dream the other day. Oh no! Or a day before yesterday, that one of your grandparents was not doing so hot. One of mine. And she was like, she was like, you should tell Tyler. And I was like, okay, number one, <laughs> neither of us believe dreams mean anything. So, <laughs> do you imagine if I was like, oh, actually, my grandpa is having real. <laughs> and I totally, I, I just like assumed you didn't have grandparents anyway, because I, I guess just because I don't. But that is well, I reason. for a long time I only had one grandpa that's my dad's dad but then mm-hmm. my like my mom's situation where, like she's got like a biological dad so i got ah, him now. right he's he became he's like my uncle but now he's my grandpa so it's kind of a weird thing but, gain um, of <laughs> gain of function grandpa yeah yeah exactly and so um i have two now and uh like i guess my papa has like a new wife or yeah so like i guess but not really like a yeah. Girl. I had a, I had a, a, a similar weird situation where 
Um, it was like, it was after my parents got married. My grandpa, my dad's dad married my mom's aunt. Oh, wow. So, uh, huh. we always called her great auntie Marie, but I don't actually remember her ever not being married to him because it was before I was mm. born. So it's like, it was always confusing because it was like, here's grandpa, grandma and grandpa on my mom's side. Yeah. And then grandpa and great auntie <laughs> yeah. on my other side. But it's like, wait, so my parents are like cousins through marriage or something? <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> Very confusing because it was like, okay, so my great aunt is my mom's aunt and my and grandma, my grandma. And my dad's mom-in-law. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, so it's weird. It is a weird, like, <laughs> when things like that happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one was especially weird because I, I guess, like, they all knew each other. Yeah. Like, it was, must have been a small community. Well, that's a similar thing that happened to my mom's family. It was like, there's, like, some, some, like, like, somebody dated this person, even, like, but they're, like, the ex of this person. So it's, like, like interesting, you know? Like, I don't know. And they all still hang around together. Kind of weird. But Cumberland's a small town, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. You guys do anything this weekend? Yeah, going to some friends tonight. Nice. Games night kind of thing. Sweet, like board games? Yeah. Sick. Dinner. What kind of games yeah. are you going to play, do you know? Not sure. Last time, what did we play last time? It was called, I think it was called Extinction or something. It was really hmm. fun. It's cool. Um. Yeah, well, oh, I was going to say, uh, Julia got COVID. Oh, shit. Um. She seems to like totally recovered already, but you know, she had the shot. No. Mm, wow. So she must have got no. the Omicron one then. Well, she's also like a young woman, so yeah, you got to be. I don't know. Damn. Some risk factor for it to really affect you much, I think. Yeah, no doubt. That's. Uh... But uh, yeah, so I, I guess. Uh, last I heard, like no one else in their family had it. So, but I would think that they have to. <laughs> Maybe they're yeah. just all asymptomatic. I guess. Yeah, weird. Uh, my parents haven't got it, and they were watching their kids. So, huh. hmm. It's interesting. I know it's like so many people are getting it right now because it's just running around like crazy. Yeah, I, I, it's gonna be interesting because in BC anyway. Um, I think next week is when they are supposed to renew or re- review the vaccine passport stuff. Right. And I figure they're just going to redo it um, again. Yeah, at the end of January, I think. Yeah. That's when it, like, I guess there's two renewal things. Now. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Is... I just want the Milton yeah. James again. Like, that'd be nice. I yeah, think I'm going to go. I, I, got, I, I heard, like, the update on that gym that you were telling me about. Oh, yeah? My mom was telling me how Apparently they got fined. Yeah, they did. Three hundred bucks. That's it. And then the the public just paid for it. Yeah, they have a GoFundMe. They got like ten, fifteen thousand dollars. They they don't care. And then I guess the like the the locks got changed too. But one of the members of the gym is a locksmith, so he just changed them back. Yeah. No, they don't, and they can't do anything. <laughs> like IH can't. Like so, they actually had the cops show. Like when IH went to go serve them, or IH hired a company Ooh. to go serve them, or whatever, the cops came with them. Um, just to make sure, like, the cops were there to make sure that no violence happened on either end. So they weren't there. Mm-hmm. The cops actually, like, in the video were, like, you could tell that they were very, like, they also supported the gym side because, like, at the end, yeah. they are just, like, they just, like, chat with them and, like, shake their hands. They're just, like, hey, I just want you to know that we're here not because of this, but we're here just to make sure that both sides keep the peace. And so it was, like, very obvious that, like, the cops were, like, like, they're just, like, this is kind of ridiculous. And I totally, like... I, no cases are coming from gyms like it's it's mm-hmm. i can kind of see with it you know and sports yeah. are allowed to continue like jujitsu is allowed which mm-hmm. blows my fucking mind because yeah that's like, crazy like <laughs> what you guys know what jujitsu is like i hope you don't because you shut it down immediately um it's probably shouldn't be legal in like normal days <laughs> right you know yeah. um but yeah i know it's yeah, it's just there's really no cases that come out of it. And, uh, like, Alberta um, doesn't close anything, and they're basically the same cases as, like, they've, you know, petered. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, like, come on, guys. Like, 
or at least show us the numbers because that's one thing a lot yeah. of gyms and cam loops are not closing because they just like you're saying that we have these numbers just show me the numbers and i'll close but it's just like they don't do anything it's just like what do you guys expect like i don't i don't know yeah. it's weird yeah wait i should actually go pretty soon so. sure yeah we should probably wrap it up, wrap up. um not the most exciting but <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll try to figure out some more. Oh, that run I absolutely murdered me. Um, yeah, dude, you killed it, dude. I had, I thought we were going for a five k, and my buddy uh-huh. was just like, like, oh man, it was it was so hard because we talked the whole time, the whole time we ran, <laughs> and uh, which was good because like I was like, man, I feel like we've been running for a while. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, like the eight k is just straight up there, and I was like, oh my god, uh, or like like the Damn. whatever it would have been six or. We did ten. He was like, "Oh yeah, the five k marks right up there," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, we we how many kilometers? He was like, "Oh, we'll just go for 10. And I was like, "Oh," and, uh, <laughs> but I I it was it was a mix between a bit of walking and and then running, but the pace was still pretty good. Um, so I was pretty yeah, happy with that. Yeah, I saw your pace was basically normal. My legs were fucked. My legs are still fucked a little bit. Yeah, like, but it felt yeah, good. It sweet. Yeah, it's nice. So, how's That's your knee? Awesome. Um. Still acting up now and then, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I got new uh, boots actually. Nice, my new new shoes, so that are a little easier, a little easier on the legs. So maybe, mm-hmm. uh, go to physio or something. That. Yeah, but... yeah, maybe. Um, it's been you. okay for the last couple of days, so I, I might try going for a run in the next couple of days. Hmm. Cool. Well, if you do, let me know how it goes. Yeah. Well. Okay, well, man. See it on the floor, I guess. <laughs> Well, um, we'll keep in touch. I hope uh, if the restrictions change, let me know. Um, still planning to come down in March, so nothing's changed on that end. But yep. uh, we'll just yeah, keep things m- m- motoring on. Sounds good to me. All right. Thank you. And that's all on this episode of The, the Jude, Jude and Ty Podcast. Podcast. Uh,